And so if you have, so you have your income, you use the X amount of money you want to use in the organization. And then the balance of it is what you get taxed. Is that where he talks about the difference between, um, by the way, we're probably losing a bunch of our listeners right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're, like, we're talking about they're like taxes, yeet. Like, <laughs> What is up, Starby Studios Podcast? It is your host, Ben, here today. I am with the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Harris. Um, Adam, say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, Adam is, as you guys probably know, I attend Iowa State University. Adam is really well known on... No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. For, like, photography stuff. If oh, you okay. ask any, like, sorority girl about, like, photographers oh, in God. Ames, they'd probably say you... Um, Caleb or Jonah. Jonah. Jonah's good too. Yeah, Jonah's really good. I like him. No, I mean, you're pretty well known uh, on Iowa State's campus, but for people who might not know you, want to kind of just introduce yourself really quick? Hi, my name is Adam. Uh, I'm from Malaysia <laughs> and I'm, I'm an international student here in I Iowa State. Uh, I study chemical engineering. It's my, what, final year now? Yeah. Final semester. I'll be graduating this semester, thankfully, hopefully. Does it feel weird? I know I saw something on your story where you were like... Uh, it does it feel weird? Probably. I'm kind of nervous because now I'm in the process of looking for a job, so I don't know how. It, it's it's slightly different from international students because we have a limited like um, quota for how many international students you could hire. So, and I don't know if I want to become an engineer. That's that's oh a, really? That's the scary part. Yeah, I, I I think I'm in too deep. Fourth year, final semester, chemical engineer. And I don't know what I want to be yet. So what see. do you mean? Like you don't know what, like you don't know what you want to do in engineering, or like you don't even want to do engineering. At all? I don't think so. Here's the thing: my degree is chemical engineering. Yeah. My job experience is in material science, so I work. I'm a research assistant. Gotcha. So that's already a different path. And then my hobby and my passion is photography. So it's yep. it's it's all in all directions, and I don't know. And most probably, if once I go back to Malaysia. Um, I'll probably start a business. So that's a whole really yeah. wait seriously. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, we'll see how it goes. I that's that's what I'm thinking. Some sort of business, well, entrepreneur kind of thing. Probably. Can you tell us about it, or is it like really low key? You're trying to keep. Uh, it no, right? that's just an. I don't even have anything on. But I think because so most of my uncles and aunties back home, they are they are all businessmen. The only like I think, among my parents' siblings, I think my mom is the only one who's an engineer. Oh, really? All okay. my uncles and aunties are either... Oh, I also have one auntie who's a doctor. The rest are all either they own businesses, they run a business, they're part of a business. So that's typically the path that, but I guess, Malaysians go. It's, it's a big thing there. It's a third world country. So yeah. That's what, how, what kind of businesses? So I have an uncle who, um, in Malaysia, we have this thing. Well, this I guess it's, a, it's called tutor. It's a tutor center. That went to, they teach so it's like an after class after school class kind of thing yeah so so for you guys your i guess the most the biggest standardized exam is sats and yeah. ACT. Mm -hmm. so we have our own version of it uh, it's called spm it's it's a it's a malay word that translates to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you want to know <laughs> so so we have the school part which you go to like the majority part of the day for your weekdays and then at night we have cl extra classes that people go to and people pay like teachers to teach after class for just I guess like a reinforcement of what you learn in school and my uncle has a business of running that I guess tutor centers I guess he has yeah. like a lot of it he has enough that he can retire by 40 so oh, wow. he, he okay. just sit around and just like he just sit around and <laughs> money nice. money works for him <laughs> yeah 
So that's and because of that, he has like I think forty centers all over Malaysia, and because of that, a lot of my uh, relatives work with him or for him, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. all he does is just take cuts. So I think if, if <laughs> to me that's financially successful, I I make your money work for you. Yeah. Don't and, work for the money. And I want to. I aspire to be richer than him, so. That's, oh, okay. Yeah, Yo, he's, that's he's, he's pretty like he's pretty well. He's off. Pretty wealthy. Yeah. Well, I won't say wealthy. Well, well off, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, and we've talked about this a lot, but I'd love to hear more. What's kind of stopping you from pursuing? You know, photography. You're pretty good at it. You're already getting paid for it, from my understanding, correct? Uh, a little bit here a little and there. Bit. Yeah. Why haven't you tried to take that to the next level? Photography. Yeah. So I think. For most, well, that is possible here in America because you guys are a first world country. That is a viable option. People pay good money for that. Like I did um, for high school senior portraits. Oh, they pay a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are big into that. Yo. They, they, they pay huge bucks. <laughs> big bucks. I, um, <laughs> no, it's serious. Like my mom was really butthurt. I didn't want senior photos. Like I was actually really self-conscious senior year. Um, when I was coming out of my senior year of high school, I weighed like 185 pounds. And like my, right when I started freshman year, I was like at 160 and I've been hovering like somewhere between 155 to 165 ever since college started. So like low key, I was really insecure, but also I was just like, I didn't really get the hype behind it, but you will be like, you will never doubt like middle-class white moms who want <laughs> pictures of their kids like yeah, they, that isn't so you'll never you know uh, when i do like photo shoots and stuff my mom just like gawks at the photos that i take she's like oh my goodness this is so cute of you and i'm like mom please don't post it to facebook and then next thing you know like it's on facebook or my mom's showing it to her friends and i'm like that is that is believable yeah i i don't, <laughs> I don't understand that because we don't have that back in back in malaysia but i've been offered to like and well the highest I've been paid to do senior portraits is close to 300 bucks. Really? 300 bucks. And then it's, I think it was less than, less than 50 photos. It's very little. Cause, oh. Yeah. It's so like price per photo is qu quite big. And, and I, I've seen, I've heard other stories of people paying like in the four digit range. Like, yeah. Have you ever done a wedding? I have done. I've done three weddings here. Three weddings. Did that get in the four digits? Or? Uh no. That was I. I got paid. What was it like? I think like five hundred for one of it. I, I think I think that was the highest. Cause I I told them I was a beginner. I didn't know how to do this. I have no idea what I'm doing. This is just like this is me dipping my toes in the water. I don't know what. I'll just try, and I'll give you whatever I have. Whatever you're unhappy with, you pay me what you think it's worth. Mm. And then I got a check for five hundred bucks. I'm like, oof, that's a lot of money. I didn't expect that. You know, I would, if I were you, if you ever shoot another wedding, like lay down a number right off the bat. Cause the one thing I always tell people is, well, so like I'm a tour guide here on campus and okay. like, so giving tours, there's a lot of information that we are supposed to give. But like when we're training new people, I'm like, look, if you don't say something on the tour, like you forget, or you just don't have time, they're not going to know. Yeah. And so kind of same with wedding photography. And like, I know you, you I was in that editing class with you. Like you spend, you do really well on your edits. You really care about them. You have a really good eye. My uncle just got married and he had some wedding photographers take some photos. And I was very displeased at how, um, professionally were in terms of telling us where to go. Is that something that you're good at is like, you know, telling people, Hey, you should be over here. Cause it looks more proportional or like you should be standing here because yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I think, uh, part of being like, you have to be a people person 
that's part, so that's a, that's a hard part about writing photography. It's not just about being a good photographer. You have to be a good time manager. Like you have to t manage time very well. You have to be very nice to people. You have to attend to bright zillas. They are crazy, bro. Yeah, they are crazy. Yep. <laughs> that, that's fair. <laughs> you have to learn to tell people that. Oh, uh, like one of the problems that I had was trying to um, arrange people when they take group photos. And trying to tell people, oh, you at the back, can you please move to the left or right? And they don't want to be, they're like, oh, no, my family's here. I want to, I want to stand here. I don't understand that side. Mm. And I'm like, oh, then, like, the the, the whole arrangement looks disproportional. So you, you're like, oh, how do I tell them nicely? And that's the other problem that I have. I'm very straightforward. Yeah. And I, and I think I've told you that before. Yes. No, you are 100%. I'm, I know that. I'm, like, obnoxiously vocal with, the, like, how I... And I think I've learned to mellow it down here, living in America. But... That's also the struggle that I have personally. And and I guess learning how to direct people to and learning how to have it and also working under pressure. That's another struggle that I had. Mm. Learning how to, oh, I only have like 15 minutes to take eight group photos and make sure everyone smiles and make sure that my, my camera works properly. <laughs> That's true. So I think that is another like struggle that I had. So yeah. No, dude, I like, I, I totally understand that. And honestly, I'm, you know, there's that phrase like that the customer is always right, but just from the work that I've done, that's not always true. Like, well, yeah, well, it depends, <laughs> depends how much they're paying you. The more, <laughs> the more they pay, the more yeah, okay. the, they, get a, they, they get away with it. But I, I think, like I said, like wedding photography is probably something I would never venture into. I, I was not in your future. Because I, I think there's something about myself that I have to deal with first, which is dealing with people. I'm, well, initially before I came here, I'm, I'm not a people person. I'm, yeah, for sure. Like straight up, I'm, I like to work by myself, and I think because once I, if I work by myself, I don't have to deal with other people's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So if there's any, <laughs> if there's any slack, it's my slack. Yeah. So, okay. so the fight is between me and myself. I right? like that. I like that a lot. So and which is why I think which is why I, I go to portrait portraiture because if you only deal with one person the moment you put let's say a couple shoot then it's slightly different because now you gotta like you gotta arrange two people and 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 the whole dynamic changes you can't simply just order people around because you gotta like i don't know it's gonna respect both of them together yeah and i think maybe one day i'll get into it but as for now i think i'll just stick to portraiture yeah single and person that's kind of a question i had about that too so just in terms of photography what so you just kind of answered the part you you like to do single people, which I guess yeah. you could tell based off your Instagram. But yeah. you know what what led you to I guess tell me about your history with photography. When did you start? Why did you start? And what has led you to more portrait photos, single people? You know, um, right? Yeah. Not as many landscapes. So growing up, um, my dad he was he was a hobbyist. And back then, people don't have cameras like they do now, like the iPhones, everything. You yeah. can just snap around. He had an SLR, a film SLR. So back then, if you have an SLR, you mean business. Like you mean oh. like you mean like you're you're really into photography then. And so my dad was into well, he took architecture in in Texas, Arlington, I think. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So he studied. My whole family studied here, except for my brother. He's in Australia. What a loser. <laughs> loser. That sound like a bad place to be. <sighs> anyway, so my my dad, um, he took that as a hobby. And then I, I guess, kind of followed that. And then he ended up becoming a pilot, a commercial pilot. He flew, oh. from, he flew from Malaysian Airlines. And then... Oh, that's why you got free tickets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah. So, growing up, I traveled a lot. Growing up, I traveled a lot. And I took a lot of, I guess, um, pictures of buildings. And then of landscape, of 
well, kind of, well, family photos, not necessarily portrait. Mm-hmm. Portrait. So, and then before I came here, my sister actually suggested, she was like, um, you know, since you're horrible with people and people in Ames are nice. Because <laughs> she's studying Wisconsin medicine. <laughs> yeah, yo, she like she's studying Wisconsin medicine. So she knew that people, she knew that people here yeah. were nice. And it, she's, she's right. Oh, 100%. People here are much nicer than the West Coast or, or like New York or... So I was like, I'm you, from Arizona. So much nicer yeah. here. Oh my god! Like I go back to Arizona and people drive like assholes. <laughs> you come here and everyone's like, no, like take take the lane. Mm-hmm. It's it's fine. Like it's what it's completely different world. Yeah. So here in Ames, is you're either a college student or you're retired. You're old person. So everyone here is <laughs> nice, right? So I'm like, okay, you know what? Since and then like the whole sorority thing, it's an American thing too. Yeah. Because we don't oh, have the, okay. So yeah, the Greek the Greek lifestyle is not anywhere else. It's only in America. So I was like, you know what? This is a good time, like, to learn how to like make friends, American friends, and you know, talk to girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. there you go. It's out. Yeah. <laughs> it's on record now. Yeah. So I was like, okay, why not? And then one day I was I was like looking online. I was just like surfing the net, and then I found this guy called. Well, his name is Danny Diamond. So he's he's a yeah Danny. Was it Danny? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Danny Diamond. Oh, <laughs> you can look him up. He's a fashion um, fashion photographer from New York. And he's he's the main reason why I went to portraiture because I saw the way he edits and he retouch. Well, we call it retouching, which is what we do to the face, which so is dodge and burn. Yeah, and dodge yeah. and burn, okay. frequency separation, all that. So that I the f- the first time I laid my eyes on a picture that has that was Danny Diamond's photo, and for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why was it look. Why does it, his picture look good, but it doesn't. It looks you can tell it's edited, but it doesn't look edited and it looks natural in a way mm-hmm. and the picture looks flawless but it doesn't seem edited and now i for a life i couldn't figure out why does it look like that or like what did he do to the face that make it look like that so i was searching up and then i realized i saw like someone's um time lapse of editing like dining diamond and then i saw that i like i, I paused the, the, the video like frame <laughs> like, by frame <laughs> And I saw like they blurred like the skin, like they blurred this out. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, okay, that's that's why it looks good because they blurred out all like like between the eyes, the forehead, like the cheeks, the cheekbone. And then this is like way before like Dutch and Burn. I ever like got interested in Dutch and Burn and all that. It's only like the blurring part that really got me. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take photos and I'm gonna take photos like him. Ah. If you look at my photos, it looks nothing like his. But he was like, but he inspired me to start taking pictures of people and then learning to retouch properly and learning how like and then and then i started learning composition learning how to shoot in manual learning how to shoot uh, like aperture priority learning what what iso does so all of that came later after i saw danny diamond's like uh, i guess time lapse of his editing process yeah so so that's that's how i got into portrait photography gotcha and so you learned everything online did you take a photography class also when did you start this was this freshman year uh no i started last year no not last year it's a lie uh late 2017 so it's 2019 really so it's been a year plus now i mean close to a year and a half because now it's march when did i reach out to you for crazy can't remember. I was shit then. I was, I was horrible. <laughs> no, I thought they were really good. I was good. horrible like that. They was... were really good. No, no. So the way we met was um, when I ran. I ran a clothing company called Crazy Clothing. Rip Crazy Clothing. Uh, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. But um, while I was doing that, I came across his photos, and I was like, "Damn, these are really good." And other people, barefoot at the time, was giving you free clothes to like. Yeah. 
they re- well no i reached out to them i reached out to them i was like yo i i like your like i want to take pictures of girls but i want to i want to give them an incentive right so i was like i want to give them something so i i said you know what i'll i'll shoot for you for free as if it, taking photos of them wasn't incentive enough well <laughs> yeah so and then they were like okay cool i'll give we'll give you products i was like okay and then i i typed out the contract ish so I was like you know what i can only do 15 clothes at a time and i can only provide three pictures for per clothing and you have to give me at least two weeks because because i'm busy with school and stuff and so they did and then i got my first and then i got my first like i guess batch of products and then it got on and on and then they kept calling me back so i'm like okay cool that's and then now i'm working with not working with i guess i'm taking photos for nectar sunglasses well here it is yeah yeah nectar sunglasses you guys can look them up but that's another funny story uh I think I did I tell you this about a like, little bit. You mentioned it when we were doing your workshop. Yeah, so there were, there was this there's this photographer landscape photographer, his name is Adam Davis and he's from northern Iowa. Shout out to him. Uh, he's <laughs> he's a good photographer. He's an amazing is he really? he's an amazing photographer. He was doing this giveaway with this nectar sunglasses and then they were like the thing you have to do is you have to like that photo, tag a friend, and then like follow Nectar Sunglasses IG, I think. And I did that. And then, like, 20 minutes later, they contacted me. They're like, yo, we like your photos. You, do you want to collaborate? I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> so then, I think about four days later, they sent me a pair. I think they sent me two pairs. And then I was like, cool. And then they called me. They're like, oh, this is what we want. And this is when we expect it. And Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so they had everything laid out for yeah. you. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. And then I think last... Did they pa- pay you or they just sent you the free sunglasses? No, it's... it's it's for print. Well, it's free. It's free. No, but that's it's that's free. smart. Like that's a good way. And that okay. First off, that disqualifies that you're you have good photos. You know, uh, for a company to handpick you, are they a big company? I've never looked. No, at this they're they're, a, they're. I think it's a small company. They're from uh, North Carolina. I think Carolina. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know my state. Sorry. I'm no, you're good. You're American. good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they contacted me, and and I was like, okay, cool. And which is which is why I was in Des Moines this past week weekend sorry i was shooting with them for them with two other models which turned out great yeah yeah yeah. yeah. no but that's fun right like i guess yeah but if you don't have so it's spring break so my mind is clear my mind is i'm I'm not like thinking about work or whatever so it's it's yeah it's fun but having this in the middle of the semester it oh my god it can be stressful oh yeah i feel very stressful i totally understand that yeah yeah and do you okay so when you're doing these kind of like jobs, I guess as you you can call yeah. that, does that take the fun out of photography for you and the editing? Because I know when I so when I had my YouTube channel, I was very like religious about the editing process to a point where it was like it was almost like my little like high for the day because right. for me it was like I'm literally imagining how I want to edit it and then creating it, and there's just nothing quite as satisfying as like when an edit turns out exactly how you pictured it in your mind, is right. that kind of how you are too? And does that take the fun away when you think of it more as a burden? Like, Oh, I got to get my classwork done and I have to do this, this and this. Yes. And no, because, um, so when it comes to promoting, like, I guess, products like sunglasses or apparel, it's fun because I got to pick my models. So I, I get, I get the fun when I, when I get to pick, cause the models that I pick in my personal opinion are good looking. Yeah. So yeah. No, you, so, you you find very good looking models. <laughs> so I get a pick. So I go like, oh, this this will be a good shoot. You can tell the vibe. You can tell it's a good. It's gonna be a good shoot. But 
like I also did graduation shoot where I was paid a lot of money too and models not so great looking they're average looking and so and then it becomes a job so yeah, now you're not okay. you're not like allowed to express creatively because you're trying to get things done by a deadline so you're like okay you know what I'm going to charge this amount of money for this amount of photos so you're trying to finish up that quota so you're trying to look for the best let's say I say like five photos right I'll go like I'm going to look for the best five photos and even though it looks even though like number one looks like shit it qualifies for the best five so yeah so now like you're just you're just going through the motion of just editing it because you know editing it takes a long time because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm slow at it I take like 20 to 25 minutes to that so, that takes you 20 what we went through in th three hours yeah four, four hours four hours well, yeah. we went through in four hours takes you 30 minutes while you were learning though i i have everything okay, i have everything true. in my head so i i, I memorize it sort of i just press the action button it just <laughs> yeah. pops out. but true, true, true. that being said i well it took me a while it took me like a year to learn that to, to oh. dig up on youtube to learn how to do all of every single one of them and like just a heads up those are actually not even my work those like the, the steps that i did they're all based on everyone else's work yeah no and that's fine because like you i mean the nice thing about that class is i could have you know you said i could youtube everything but that would have taken me a lot longer to youtube everything that you did seven months yeah <laughs> yeah see no i was trying to explain this to a friend that one that dm'd me did you see that in my story where he was like oh like he's just ripping you off Oh. two dollars like he's just ripping you off for what you could use like google that's or... messed up too i know no don't even get me started about this bro i get Yo. so heated i'm like you saved me so much time i didn't have to sit at my computer for hours on end days on end trying to figure out how to do this stuff when you're right here you know knew everything and you only charged me two dollars for it i was like and that was to cover pizza it was coming, <laughs> that was the whole point of it, it was just, he gave me pizza i was like you know this thing this thing's gonna be over lunch hour because it was from 11 to 2 and mm -hmm. people usually have lunch at, at 1 yeah and i'm very flexible with my lunch i don't care when i have my lunch but i i, I guess you guys i didn't want to like hold you guys back from lunch so i'm like let's have pizza i think it'll be cool because everyone loves pizza oh who doesn't yeah. without pineapple by the way uh, yeah <laughs> I, no pineapple team no pineapple <laughs> no Wait, who was it was it jonah who was like yeah i'll have pineapple we were both just like no <laughs> I, I i can't do pineapples on pizzas and then i was like because I can't pay for everyone's pizza. So, if, so the thing is, I had a poll that says who's going to come to the workshop. 28 people said yes. And for, so, wait, how many was there? It was just us four. Yeah, so I was like, what the heck? But I was thinking, you know, I can't buy pizza for 28 people. But if everyone chips in two bucks, maybe I can subsidize it. I can, yeah. I can pay like half of it or something. Because after all, I'm trying to have fun here. Like, it's going to be a fun thing. So I'm like, okay, $2. That's, I think that's a fair amount. And then, then that dude came out, and I saw your IG story. I'm like, damn. I know. Well, it's it like, wasn't for profit. Definitely wasn't for profit. I mean, you could have done. I mean, like I saw that you were charging two dollars to teach how you do your photos, and I was like, that's a steal. Cause, like, especially for someone like me, where I do a lot of client work, and I just don't have the time to like sit here at my computer and you know research all the different guys like how to do this how to dodge right. and burn how to free like yeah. frequency separation like all that stuff i don't have time to to sit there but i do have four hours on a saturday yeah. to come and watch a guy who's done it before who can give me you gave us presets like yeah and, and literally like that was uh, to be completely honest you should have charged like 100 bucks for that no i see it'll be from four down to zero i'll be me alone <laughs> watching no i mean uh, i think 
I'm very like business oriented. I truly think if you were to kind of build that brand around that, you could offer your services for. I could, for yeah, I, good. I totally agree with you, but you have to be like hundred percent, I guess, like all the way in with photography with that. Yeah. So, so that's true. Uh, I know Donnie Diamond, the the, photo- the fashion photographer I was talking about. He sells that course, the whatever I just showed you, and that. So he sells. I would say something similar because that workflow is based on his workflow. Gotcha. And so, how much does he charge for that? Uh, his initial pro- you can look it up. I think his initial cost was three hundred something, wow. and then he cut it to one twenty nine. Okay, for, that's so, not too bad. Yeah, but but if you see his workshop, it's like prim and proper, like all in, and those are not like amateur like Photoshop retoucher. Those are like like I guess um, intermediate, you know. They're like they know Photoshop. They're not like completely beginners. They're not like completely. I don't know what Photoshop is. They've spent they, years around. Yeah, they've it. used Photoshop. They just don't know, like what is the work, like workflow sequence of how to do it, and like little gems that will help you create like good portraits. So, if you think you're good at Photoshop, if you know like your way around Photoshop, you're familiar with the software, you can actually buy his his, his uh course, his photography photography course. I think it's about one hundred and thirty dollars. I think. Really. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm a huge fan of courses just because that's how I learn a lot of. So I do like a lot of marketing things mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the stuff that we learn. I I haven't learned jack shit from school. Like I will say that on my podcast. Like I, I for me, school is like kind of just a necessary step in terms of like I guess just yeah. having that security background and like I'm on scholarship, but. Right. Like, for me, the most I've learned is from buying courses. So, like, I bought a copywriting course, which basically a guy who read hours. Honestly, like, he spent months studying copywriting and then compacted everything that was, like, super duper important, no fluff, into one course. And I got it for, I think at the time it was $97. Now he's selling it it for, like, $297 or, like, $3.99. It's worth way more because... Essentially, what it teaches you is how to make advertisements that people will want to like buy your buy your product from. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of the difference between, um, you know, somebody making an ad that you just glaze over and somebody making an ad that, that catches attention. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And just using words. And there's a lot of things that you could use. But I've learned more from that course. I would say that ninety-seven dollar course. I've gone through it twice. Probably took me six hours i've learned more from that than the past what almost three years that i've been in in college like they haven't taught me anything that i've really wanted to know see i wish i could see the same but the thing is engineering yeah. oh it's horror no i you have to learn you <laughs> I have mean, to but, know what's up but then you're but you were also telling me that you don't necessarily want to be a chemical engineer you know yeah but to just go through like the degree oh and, yeah and, and making it out alive no i tell people i'm sorry i probably should rephrase that better like Engineer, if you're being an, if you want to be an engineer, architect, architect, and uh, a doctor, okay, or yeah. a lawyer, that's like the four that's like, all right, yeah, you do need to go to school. But honestly, like, I'm a business major. I do not think everything I've learned that has actually helped me, I've Googled it, I've bought a course on it, I've read a book on it. Like, okay, that's the business courses that they have us take here are pretty bad, in my opinion, just because they're oh, like, really? here's a bunch of definitions that actually don't matter. Oh, I, I, I <laughs> that's a different story for engineering. Yeah, no, engineering. you have to, you have to know what's up. Yeah, you, you know, you need to know everything, which is good though, because like, obvi- I mean, 
not mm-hmm. saying like running a business is easier and they're like there's different skills that you can like that you don't necessarily need to like go to go to school and study for hours and hours and hours to mm-hmm. do business things a lot of business things is like kind of getting the reps in so like i've run 500 dollars worth of facebook ads and lost a lot of that mind you like don't tell my mom. I hope my mom's not listening to this. But um, I've lost like a pretty decent amount of money to Facebook ads. But I wouldn't say it was a waste of money because I learned a lot. so much just from like running Facebook ads. I figured out like what kind of copy works, how to make ad creatives right, yeah. more attractive, like yeah. things like that. Um, and to me, that's worth $500. And a lot of people are thinking like, ooh, $500. But I'm also like, think about how much money you've taken out on student loans. Mm-hmm. how much you're paying for tuition like right. in reality that's not that much money it just mm-hmm. seems like a lot more money because loans like you take it out and you kind of don't deal with it for a while and then when you do deal with it you deal with it in small increments right so this is like an investment then yeah investment of mistakes <laughs> yes yeah i guess you can say that you learn then you you make sure you learn then yeah oh 100 percent. like i've been very i try to soak in as much as i can so like you see that book right there? I was just rereading that book right there. Dot com secrets. Great book. I, I should give you actually. Have you listened to audiobooks before? Yes, I'm currently listening to one. Which, uh, which one? I oh god. I love is, hearing is, about books. This I is love. embarrassing because I've heard this for like, I just couldn't get myself to finish it. Uh, it's called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh, I'm reading that too. I'm literally listening to that right now. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm seriously. I'm at like, like chapter six. I'm like stuck there. I'm, why? Oh my god, the guy's voice is so monotone. Are you are you using uh, Audible? Audible? Yeah. 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 Oh my God, his voice is so bad. He's like, I prefer <laughs> I prefer that over reading though. I can't read for shit. Oh, I, I can't read for shit either. I, I get so distracted. Yes, same. <laughs> I'm like I'm reading. Like, well, with business books, I'll be like sitting there. I'll be like reading it, and then oh, I I'll, I'll like read something. So I'm reading this book, Cash Advertising, and it's taking me so long to get through it because he'll say something, and I'm like, oh my God, that's so great, and I'll keep reading, but also like thinking about what I just read before. Right. And read. so I'll get like a page and a half down and realize I didn't take in anything that I just read. Yeah. Same. And so I have to go back and it's same. just like, especially Rich Dad Poor Dad, I feel like is a good book to listen to on audio because it's very story heavy. Right. Yeah. Like it was very easy. What, what part are you at? Uh, I'm at the part oh. where he was t- talking about, um, what was it? I don't even he, know he was, he was teaching about how he should spend the money and then have like the balance be, um, text, text. So how people usually have is they have their salary and then that salary is taxed, like income tax, things like that. Yeah. And then the balance of what you spent. But he's saying that you should put those money in an organization and then spend the money you want. So let's say you have like a, I guess, company car. If you want a car, use it as a company car. Yep. And, and then, then have benefits and blah, blah, blah. And so if you have, so you have your income, you use the X amount of money you want to use in the organization. And then the balance of it is what you get taxed. Is that where he talks about the difference between... Um... By the way, we're probably losing a bunch of our listeners right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're, like, we they're like, taxes, yeet. Like, <laughs> no, but you're talking about the top part where he talks about like people who work for other people, they're, they earn, get taxed, and then spend, where like the wealthy or the rich, they earn, they spend, spend and, and then, then get taxed yeah. because they, like, you know, that business meeting, quote unquote, in right. Hawaii is, right, yeah. you know, technically a vacation, but you can write it off if you have yourself under a corporation. Yeah. So I... I to me, that was interesting. And he was talking about how he invested in, like, houses. like Real estate. Real estate, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, like, he bought a house or something, and then he sold it for, like, 
times two or some yep. yeah i i don't remember it's been a while i've not touched that audiobook in so long but <laughs> i listen to it at the gym it really? sounds well when i do my cardio you gotta pay attention though i i can't i tried doing that as like a secondary like just like a background noise i can't pay attention for and like i tried doing that while editing i couldn't do it I oh have, i couldn't do it when i'm editing oh echo no sorry if you're like that i'm having trouble understanding <laughs> oh no <laughs> Shh, be quiet it's okay it's okay. <laughs> so, okay. I, I, can, I, have to like, I have to, like, sit down, not do anything, and, like, really listen. Oh, unless I'm having my lunch or whatever. So, I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm really listening. Like, oh, oh is, is that right? Oh, okay. So, I, otherwise, I, I, I can't listen to it. Well, the gym for me now is just, like, mind-numbing to the point where, like, I can just, like, rep out anything that I'm doing and just listen to what's kind of going on. And like, obviously there's still that like, okay, I need it. So when I do it, I do like AMRAP workouts. So I'm switching in between multiple workouts within a 15 minute time span, just trying to get through as many of them as I can. But that's really like mindless for me. Cause it's usually like things that are super easy and then I can focus on the book more. You're doing all of this while, you, do you actually understand what you're listening to? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're digesting it? Yeah, I was just explaining okay. you, like, a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I know, but I mean, to me, that I don't know. I can't do that. I oh, really? I, no, I can't do that. No, I've, I've, I've heard a ton of people who hate audio, audiobooks because they're, like, the idea is that you multitask, but I feel like some people just aren't as good at multitasking as others. Yeah, that's me. I mm -hmm. can't do that. I, have to be, I think my performance, like, dips, like, exponentially once I you put multiple tasks that I'm supposed to do. Like I can't. I have to focus on one thing and do it hundred percent. So, which I, is why when I, when I when exam rolls around, because you guys have exams every week here in America. I hate that. So I my lunch goes out of place. I don't sleep. I lose everything. <laughs> I just like no, my schedules just go haywire. It's, it's horrible. Really? Yeah. So the uh, the education system in Malaysia is different. We have we don't they don't like grade you for anything until the final exam. Okay. So, so you can like perform like shit like throughout the entire year and then finally you bang it on and get like A's and you're a good student. And that's how I was. Like growing up, like I was <laughs> That's how I am too. I was horrible. Like in high school there was this well there's this math course, it's called At Math. It's you guys don't have it's probably like what do we learn in at math? Functions and derivative. It's it's sort of like calculus but pre calc mm -hmm. sort of like probably a notch lower than AP pre-cal. I don't know what you guys call it here. But that was like the first introduction to like math that is, I guess, advanced for high schoolers. And I failed that course like throughout high school. I never, and fail in Malaysia is like below 40%. Okay. So I'll get like 18%, 27%, 36 I was like, oh, it's a good day. <laughs> and then on my final exam, on that like the standardized exam, that SPM. Yeah. Our version of SATs. I got A. I got A plus actually. A plus. So I was like, eh, is it graded easier, or were you just like last three weeks? You were like, okay, I got to whip it into shape. You know, uh, like drink some coffee every single night, pull all nighters, like studying everything. I I went for the tutor class, the one my uncle has. So I had my own like my own teacher that taught me that. Oh, so right. I, so I will I would learn constantly, and I would really like like strap it down and really learn how to do this shit. And I couldn't understand function for the longest time. I couldn't. Like I couldn't grasp it because it, it was so, it was so like I guess intangible and you, mm -hmm. I didn't and abstract to me and I couldn't un understand that because now you have numbers and then suddenly you, you throw in alphabets in it like f x equals to blah, blah blah change it to g x plus v oh, inverse I, I inverse g x I'm like I can't do this <laughs> but ultimately I got an A because and that's how I was trained to just work where it matters mm -hmm. so like for us growing up so we had so in Malaysia we have three big exams. 
one when you're 12, which is, um, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, one when you're 12, one when you're 15, and one when you're 17. So the schooling system in Malaysia, so you guys have elementary school, mm-hmm. junior high? Is it junior high? I was like elementary school, middle school. Oh, middle school. Well, it, it like depends. I've heard so many. It depends where you live. What I is think. the typical? What do you go through? Well, we usually, uh, I don't know. I usually base it off of grades. So like, um, you know, you're in kindergarten and then one through five is like elementary school uh-huh. and then six through eight is middle school, middle school. and then freshman or ninth through 12th is high school. Yeah. So what's junior high then? I don't know, dude. Honestly, people say that stuff, and I'm. I don't. I think sometimes like people divvy it up different depending on. What okay. You're, I don't ask me. Okay. So, I did not pay attention to this shit ever. Like. <laughs> so in Malaysia, there's only two schools. We call it primary and secondary school. Okay. Primary school is your version of elementary school. So that will be from grade one to grade six. Mm-hmm. We call it standard. So standard one to standard six, and then from. Uh, from when you're 13 to 17, we call it high school or secondary school. Yeah. So in primary school, we only have one big exam. And that is the final, when you're year six, you're grade six or standard six. And is it over the entire like six and, grades? Entire, uh, well, I'm guessing it builds on itself. So. Well, in grade one and grade two, you're learning how to spell. So I guess it is built on that. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's not really based on knowledge. So... So in so when you're grade six, there is one exam, one big exam, and that will determine which high school you get to go into, so which secondary school you get, because you switch schools, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get like a good grade, so we call it UPSR, and it stands for another Malay word. You don't even like, don't even bother. So Maybe like UPS, like they ship you guys. Yeah, but it's an exam. <laughs> so for, for that exam, that's uh when I took it, there was five course, there was five uh, different courses. No, yeah, so it was four courses, but one of the courses has two papers in it. So it's my national language, um, Malay. So we have the multiple choice question paper and also the writing paper. Mm. So we have English, we have English, Malay, math, science, and that other like Malay writing and MCQ. Mm. So if you score well for that, you can go to a good high school. So whatever you've you've scored in in primary school from grade one up to like grade six until the before the final exam your grades don't mean shit it doesn't matter you get number one in class you get number 36 in class it doesn't matter it like as long as you score like good grades good grade on that test, that, test oh. that will determine how well you do in your which high school you get to go to so i i scored a full i got a five a's five out of five a's so i got good grades and i went to a i guess decently i guess a decent high school and then from there for high school we have from grade you guys call it grade 7? Seven, 7 to grade... What is the highest grade? 12? 12, yeah. 12. So, our school system, we have one year less than you guys. You guys have... We have 11 school years up till 17. You guys until 18, right? Ish. Yeah. So, I was until 17. So, from... When you're 15, we have another exam called PMR, which is another Malay word. Don't even bother. <laughs> and those... Those are like the proper, I would say, more intense... Um, courses so we have eight subjects eight courses we have english malay uh history geography uh there are two malays and there are two math no yes i don't remember oh and then and then for muslims so i'm a muslim we have um religious studies and then for non-muslims the equivalent was the the course is called morals i don't know it, it sounds weird when you say it in english but yeah, trust yeah, me, yeah it yeah. makes sense back home okay so then i score I got eight A's, eight out of eight. So I got I, I scored full, and then that will also so 
some students in Malaysia they would after that exam they would change to a different school mostly most likely they would go, if they were to change school they would go to a, a full boarding school to prep for the final final exam the yeah. SPM right so I scored full and my mom wanted my parents wanted me to go to a full boarding school and I refused and I was like no I'm staying in the school and I did and I didn't score that I got like 7 out of 9 A's I got like 7 A's and 2 B's 2, uh, B, okay. two B plus yeah so and then people go that SPM so bottom line is However, you score it from, from like when you're 13 to up to 15. Before that exam, your scores don't mean shit. It's just to prep for you for those three main exams. So it, when like so when you're going so when you take the first test, if you do bad on that, then you go to a bad high school. Does that immediately? Because like I know people who like just for some reason didn't give a, a shit about their grades, grades one through six. That was me. Okay, that was me too. But like. <laughs> Like, I never worked harder than I had to. Like, I was very... I'm a very work smart, not hard. And I also am just like, yeah, it'd be cool to get an A, but I also want to have a social life and play sports and lift weights and things like that. So I'm just kind of like, oh, whatever happens, happens. Right. Which is like... And in America, I feel like it's a lot easier to kind of just like slide under the table and still make it into college, you know? You think... Uh... You could... I've... There are a lot of people... I've met who've gone to college and maybe not necessarily should have. Oh, <laughs> my God. I, I, no, like, seriously. And that's what I wanted to ask you, too. So, like, you got to, you're, you're going to school here. Is that kind of by choice? Was the seven out of nine, seven out of nine doesn't sound bad, at least to me. I don't like, know who, you, who you're comparing to, but all my friends got straight. All, my all friends, your friends got yeah. Okay. And so they, did they go to school in Malaysia? Are they going to school? Like, so, is it, is it? better to go to school here or is it better to go to school it depends how you value knowledge so my entire family studied in america mm -hmm. so my sister was in wisconsin medicine my dad texas arlington my mom went to northwestern university yeah i'm oh, here that's a great ass school yeah she oh. was smart she was a brain okay. okay i don't know what happened to me <laughs> dude literally me too my dad went to yale my mom is like oh. this insanely smart woman and i'm just like all my sisters got 33, 34, and 35 on the ACTs, and I got, like, a 30. Like, I mean, that's still good, but yeah. I'm, like, I'm the dumbest Starbucker, you know? <laughs> so. so, yeah. So, and then I applied to multiple schools here in the in, in United States. I didn't make it. Because chemical engineers, you guys are crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. I, 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 applied, to, I applied to Purdue. I applied to. Uh, oh, you don't want to go to Purdue. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, to you Purdue. wanted to go to Purdue? Uh, if you I got, didn't want to go to Purdue? If I got accepted, I would go, I would have gone there. Oh, really? It's a good school. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that, that's the other thing with the, with the Malaysia. We we pride ourselves with the university name, not necessarily the, oh, the, not so necessarily the, like... the program. So if, let's say, if I, if let's, let's say theoretically that Iowa State has a better chemical engineering program than Purdue does, if you apply for a job for a chemical engineer in Malaysia, if you say that you're, you graduate from Purdue, that has a higher priority. Because he has, it's, it's oh, a, because it's, it's something university. No. Yeah. You, oh, university something. University of something. So it's University of Purdue. That carries a higher priority than Iowa State University or let's say Purdue State University if there is one. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, just, so University of Iowa would be better than Iowa, Iowa State. State University. Yeah. yeah. Why? Th that's, that's just how it is. That's, Malaysia is a third world country. That's, how, that's how they look at it. It's not as, it's not as... Interesting. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm not. It is, I feel like. I hope this is nothing I have to worry about ever. But. Well, if you're going to live here, I don't think it matters. <laughs> yeah. You can start your own business. But for us, let's say if I want to apply for a, a, a work, like 
for a job in Malaysia, I would better off be with like I don't know, uh, freaking Wichita University of Wichita. It's it's better than Iowa State University. Oh, so then why'd you end up? Was this the only school that you got into? Uh, I've got into multiple schools, but I'm not gonna name them. I I got into better schools, but I well only one better school. <laughs> Me but too. Up north. <laughs> Let's just say it's up north. But I I didn't go there because I didn't. One, there were a lot of Malaysians here in ISU. Yeah, so, we have a lot of international students. Par- well, particularly China, but Mala- yeah. Malaysia too. Yeah. I mean, you guys were you guys are infested with Malaysians here. There are oh, lot, really? Yeah, you guys. I feel home here. And really? Then, oh, that's good. That's good. Anyway, sorry, I keep cutting off. Ish. <laughs> and then uh, I realized that I've I've got friends in those schools that I got accepted to, and they are struggling, like really struggling. Really, it's, like in terms of like feeling at home or like uh, actual studies. The studying part. Really? Okay. It's, it's difficult, and I for I don't even know if I knew that this was the workload I was going to go through in ISU, I would probably think twice about chemical engineering because I went in blindly, just like you know what it's you know it's chemical college, engineering. Let's go for it, and I realized. Ooh. Okay, so two <laughs> questions then. Um, one, if you could do it all over again. Oh, damn. What do you think you would do? Two, what has your... Talk more about this international student thing, because I feel like a lot of people um, don't realize exactly how hard that is. Uh, I don't think it, it's as hard as for me personally, because I travel a lot. So even though English is not my first language, I do speak it at home. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say 50% of the time. So I'm pretty fluent, I would say. So I'm not. No, when we met, do you remember that? I was. You told me you were from Malaysia, and I was like, I would have never known. I just maybe yeah. thought like you grew up speaking another language in your house. Like you yeah. were pretty. I would say I was. I was well adapted. Well, not really yeah. well adapted, but so if you realize, most Malaysians here in ISU they like to like cluster together because we speak the same language, yeah. we understand the culture, and we try not to, I guess, try to mix with the locals here. But I, for some reason, have a different... Well, I... See, the thing is, my mom, my parents paid a lot of money for me to be here. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily for that degree. Because that degree, you can get it back in, back at home for a... Well, there are... I guess I can name a few universities that are better in chemical engineering program than it is here in ISU. Yeah. But I, I feel like the money that my parents paid for me to study here, the value is in the experience that you have studying here. Yeah. So making friends like you or having like workshop or going... Simple things. I like even experiencing your first um thanksgiving dinner with the white family yeah to me yeah, that, no, that, that's, that's that's where the value is for the a lot the, the sum of money that my parents are paying so i realized that coming here the struggle first struggle is that you guys have a different culture i thought i knew american culture but not until you live here and then you see how you guys behave and i'm like <laughs> wow it is not the same you guys when you guys speak it you, this is gonna offend a lot of people but <laughs> I've told you this. You guys are very surface in everything. We're, you say. we're what? Very surface. You guys, when you speak, it's when you guys talk. The, the 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 gist of the conversation could be very, like, very non-substantial, very insubstantial. Is that a word? Insubstantial. Uh, you're gonna have to explain more what you mean. like. You mean like people aren't sincere? Like we're talking. We're well. It's it's like you said before. It's it's uh it's based on a lot of flattery. Okay, oh, oh, I know what you mean. So, like, you're very straightforward. I'm straightforward, and the things that I talk about usually is is the material of the conversation, the dialogue. Mm-hmm. It is very substantial. It's the things that matter, things that, that, uh, God, I kind of put this out. Uh, let me think. 
Okay, first of all, my point of reference is very skewed because I, my, the, the Americans that I've, I guess, I've known or been exposed to are sorority girls. <laughs> and okay. like, like the Greek lifestyle. So it's a lot of, hey, you're so cute. Oh, I love you too. Oh, oh like like how girls comment on each other's Instagrams. Yeah, that, I know that's a bad, that's a bad point of reference. <laughs> but I've seen that in real life. I've seen that in like just on the things that's like, oh, yeah. And it's it's almost like... It's, it's like, oh, you're so cute. And it's like, what does that actually add to a conversation other than like so, flattering the person? Yeah. So, you know, if you if you look at, if you break down a, a, a typical conversation, it's usually the surface stuff. And then it slowly trickles into the things that actually matter. And then, and then whatever goes on. But usually it's a surface stuff like, oh, I like your shoes. Or, oh, you look good. Oh, uh, I saw your cousin last week, blah, blah, blah. And then it trickles into the stuff that really matter. Like, oh, uh, how are you doing with your job? Or... Oh, how's your boss? Did he fire you yet? Yeah, things like that. But I I realized that 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 surface stuff is prolonged, and it's a lot of surface stuff. And then okay, bye bye. And then it, the conversation ends. Gotcha. So you're looking more like, like hey, you know, instead of like oh, I really like your car or I really like the shoes you're wearing. You're looking more for like where hey, did you buy the car and how much is it and where can I get yep, one? Yup. See, Think- I love that because I one thing I have a huge problem with is. I've told people I can have a conversation with anyone. I truly believe that just because I'm like, I'm a very extrovert person. I can have a conversation with anyone as long as they're willing to have a conversation with me. So like I'm a tour guide and they're very big on this. Like when we're walking from one stop to another, they're very like, you need to be talking to the family. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah, and make them feel home and stuff. Like yeah. That. yeah. And there are some people, like, they're super excited. They want to know everything about me. They want to know this, this, and this about the university, blah, 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 blah. But then on the flip side, they're like, there's some that are just like, hey, you know, what do you want to major in? Chemical engineering. Nothing else. And it's like, oh, like, why is that? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah, see, that's me. See, that's a skill that I'm trying to, like, sharpen now. Like, the ability to talk to people and learn how to... So, that is not your... I mean, I'm not... I would I wouldn't call that a fault. The American, no, the, the no, way no. Americans like choose to run the I guess run a conversation. To me, that's my problem. If I can't adapt, that's my problem. It's not. I'm not saying that you guys are like fake or whatever. It's just because I think. Oh wow, we've been talking for 49 minutes. That's wild. I want to try to keep this around an hour, so we still got like 10 minutes. Oh okay. So <laughs> I so I think personally, I think I'm socially inept. <laughs> I'm not able to like socialize very well. So, I, and, and that's one of the things that I struggle with coming here in America. And also, the, the way you guys pronounce things are slightly different than mm. the way we do. And you so, also, like, give me an example. Uh, like, I say can't. You guys say can't. Oh, uh, okay. I can't do this. <laughs> I would say I can't do this. See, when it comes out of your mouth, it sounds weird, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't say it properly. See, I can't. <laughs> I say can't. And, and you guys you guys are sensitive to certain words that are that in Malaysia is not very... So you guys can drop the F-bomb everywhere and it's like a common word in yeah. the conversation. Oh, yeah. But if I say retarded, if I say, oh, you're retarded, and suddenly it's like, oh, that's like, that's a big no-no. That's yeah. like really offensive. I go like, oh, your brother's retarded. To me, to you, that's like a huge insult. In Malaysia, it's whatever. It doesn't, and I don't People know. can walk around, just like drop it all the time. And no, that's very common in Europe. I played with a guy who, I played hockey here with a guy who lived in Europe and he was just talking about like, you can say things like, and people are a lot more, I, I think, uh, obviously, like, I'm actually a huge, like, advocate for not saying that word. Yeah. But, like, you are right. Like, honestly, the fact that everyone just ro- runs around, just drops fucks and 
you know, yeah. shits everywhere. Like that's that's very normal. And if you think about that, that's really messed up too. Um, but it is like kind of a sensitivity thing. Is like right, yeah. And, and it's also like a bandwagon effect too, because I do think there's a lot. Like for me, it's my little my little sister did a lot of work with students with mental disabilities in high school so it's very sensitive for them which kind of makes it sensitive for me because like i care about them and i want to like support them um but a lot of people kind of hop on it because it's the cool thing to do you know it's like you're almost given some sort of clout on twitter if you call somebody out on saying it or you oh, know right like it's more of an uh, yeah. image thing and i could definitely see that and that's like a huge thing i feel like with america is like there's this kind of bandwagon effect that nobody wants to admit that they do, but it's very true. I truly believe people hate music artists just because, like, a it's lot a of cool people... Yeah. yeah, it's a cool... Like, people... Yeah. Um, one of my favorite rappers, Russ. Like, everybody oh. rips on him. I mean, he does deserve it in some ways and whatnot. Really? I think he has good music, but... He does. At a certain point, like, people were ripping on him, and then it just turned into, like, a, a thing, trend. A thing to do. Yeah, yeah, everyone was like, yeah, let's just rap, like, you know... And, and I think a lot of people, they... They don't realize, like, that's actually a real person. Like, right, you should yeah. not... You're always pretty... Like, I love people who are like, yeah, peace, love, positivity, treat everybody well. And then they're just, like, shitting on people on right, Twitter. True. And I'm like, yeah. I even if that. they're celebrities, they're still people. And so, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. So, anyway. so that's one of the adjustments that I had to do. And then um, you guys also have, diff like, certain jargons, certain words for certain things that I didn't necessarily know. Things like... Uh, what you guys call cabinet what, what is a cabinet to you um there's two definitions what is it well one of them is like a cabinet in your kitchen and the then one on the wall yeah see that's what i call cabinet for some reason pe people here call that uh a cupboard that's a cupboard i'm like that's a cabinet bro i mean yes i feel like a lot i was th i thought you were weird so like cabinet there's um like a cabinet of people so like our government has a cabinet. okay yeah that's something i'm talking about like the physical yeah. stuff no honestly like i i've heard people i think it's just what people grow up with because like i know people in minnesota call soda they call it pop but like here too yeah here too that's true but like it's kind of mixed like when you're at college but i know for me like in arizona we call it soda oh okay and then you guys have well freaking what is it lazy boy I don't know what the hell lazy boy that the reclining chair oh yeah so you guys have that i'm like so i've my boss at work has asked me before like oh do you want a lazy boy i'm like yo what is that whoa, wait 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 your boss is getting you a lazy boy well he was he was he was trying to get rid of one and he was asking me if i wanted one. Oh, okay i'm like lazy boy what is that and then he showed me like oh okay and then i i didn't take it but i was like why do you call that a lazy boy I think it's a brand or something. Yeah, it is a brand. I think I think like a brand called themselves Lazy Boy, and then it just yeah, like people so hopped on. That it was like, another thing. So that was one of the things I I had to I guess learn, and the way you guys pronounce um your T's, your T's are oh it's weird here in America. The, you guys pronounce the letter T like t like like water. Why is it water? Is oh, it like a D? It becomes a D. Oh yeah, no no no. I totally, yeah, I think that's honestly too just style, because some people, okay, so a lot of people are going to get triggered by this, but I, for the longest time, and still, I said milk. Milk. Milk, but it's technically oh. milk, and people, okay, I remember milk? this. Milk? Oh, okay, here's the I'll thing. <laughs> no, dude, no, like, literally, I, I, milk. <laughs> no, dude, like, I had no idea I was saying it wrong, quote unquote, like, I had no idea until... I don't even remember. I think it was my roommate freshman year. I was like, hey, I'm going to go get some milk. And he looks at me dead in the eye and he's like, milk. 
I was like, yeah, milk. And he's like, milk. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Is this a mind trick? Because I didn't hear it. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, it's milk. And I'm like, I know it's milk. And he was like, no. And so he had this whole, like, we had this whole, like, 20 minute talk about how it's pronounced milk, not milk. And I was like, okay. Doesn't matter. We knew it was milk. (laughs) That's crazy. I I, I actually saw a sketch on YouTube about someone's pronouncing milk. And I was like, who who the hell pronounced it like that? You were that guy. (laughs) It'd be so, like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that so I don't know what to tell you. So that's that's the thing about your the, the way you guys pronounce your T's. Sometimes it's D's yeah. and sometimes it disappears. Like mountain. Mount. Oh yeah. Not mountain or mountain is mountain. Mountain. Or maintenance. I think we're just lazy Americans. We're just lazy over here. We don't. It makes it hard for like how do you pronounce Harry? Harry Potter. 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 I guess in the it's movie... double T, too. Yeah, in the in the movie, they're really good about Harry Potter. Like, if yeah. I didn't this, like, they're like But Potter. they are British, though, so... Yeah, I mean, that's true. So, that's how I brought Harry Potter. That's, huh. That's funny. I never thought about that. Or quarter. Quarter? Quarter. 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 Wow. I've never thought about... No, Um. there was a um, video, like, how Americans sound to, like, foreign people. And, like, the whole video, they just sound like they're slurring their words. Yeah, but it's like people who are foreign. They're like, yeah, this is exactly how you guys sound, dude. There is a lot of things about America that I just don't understand. <laughs> like how you guys write your dates. How do you write your dates? Uh, month, day, yeah. year. Why you do date, month, year? Are you day? I've month, never understood year. that either. I just think that's so dumb. It's so inconsistent. Like uh, think about it. When someone asks you what's the date today, you don't say July. You say yeah. the fifth. <laughs> yeah. Right. You don't. And then say, they're like, oh, what month? And you're like, have you been living under a rock? Right. And then you say, okay. And then no. <laughs> even like the way you write your your address on your on like when you want to like ship something, mm-hmm. in where I'm from, you write the unit of your apartment. Let's say what whatever this unit is. Let's say it's it's apartment twenty four. You write apartment twenty four, the street name, and then like the postcode, and then the city, and then oh no, sorry, the city, the state, and then the postcode. Right, the yep. postcode at the end. But so, for some reason here, you write the street name first. And then the unit of the apartment, which is, I was like, why would you write, why would you just mix it up? That's, that's so confusing. <laughs> I've never liked, I, I hate sending mail, I'm not going to lie, like, it it confuses me still, like, I hate writing checks, I would, if I could do everything on my computer, I would, because it makes everything 20 times easier, like, I've multiple times had to write checks in front of people, and I had to pull up my phone on how to write a check, and that's yeah. not, I mean, that's not my own ignorance, because, like, I just don't care enough to, like, actually memorize how to write a check but like i don't know it's just it's so like i get why it's necessary but also it's just kind of unnecessary <laughs> it, yeah it's, it's something that's a bit different here well yeah so that was that was my struggle here international city. what what if you could give any tips to people who want to get started in photography what is your tips for it and or also tips about photography like what what would you recommend for people looking into get a, getting into photography also, people who are just going to college, like, are about to go to school, you made the mistake of, oh, that was my other question, like, what would you have done other than chemical engineering? If oh, you, right. you know, what what would you tell your freshman yourself right now? Uh, if I could redo it. So, my college career started back at home, because I transferred here as a sophomore. So, oh, really? So, yeah. you start in Malaysia? Yeah, it's a transfer program. Gotcha. So okay. I would probably take psychology. If I could redo it, I'll probably study psychology. I think, yeah. I think it's interesting how people work. And if you want to be a photographer, I would say uh, just do it. Because a lot of... so, a lot <laughs> Nike? Of, 
No, a lot of people they they tend to fall into this really horrible habit of just watching how to do it and not actually doing it. Yeah. They will watch like hours and hours of tutorial how to edit something, or how to like get the perfect skin, but they don't know how to use a camera, so they don't know how to. I think it's very more important than learning how to edit is learning like the true potential of your camera. If you can master your camera, you can do a lot more than just learning how to retouch a photo. Yeah. I th and and that will that will give you leverage in how the quality of pictures you can get. And for a lot of people, they don't actually know what kind of, I guess, work, what kind of art they're trying to produce. So for me, I didn't know what kind of style of photography. I guess that's the word, a style of photography that I want. So my suggestion was to, uh, is to look up someone that you admire their work. So for me, it was Donnie Diamond. Yeah. So you look up someone. It can be anyone, any like creative person. And try to copy their work, and this is gonna sound horrible, but you, when you try to copy their work, it gives you a goal of on how on yeah or a, an end goal on on how you want your picture to look like in the end. And trust me, first it will take a long time for you to get there, and on the way to getting there, learning the process on getting to that end goal, you would eventually like verge out and 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 eventually create your own style of work. So if you look at my photo, it looks nothing like Donny Diamonds, but for me to get where I am now, it was because I had his his artwork as my end goal. So I tried to copy his work, and I eventually branched out, branch out into my own style of work. Yeah, no, and I I don't I don't condone like once. Let's say if you manage to copy hundred percent of someone's work, don't just like sit in a rut and just copy other people's work. To me, that's horrible. But if you're like hundred percent beginner, do not know where to start. I think give having someone's work as a point of reference is a good way of of of. Uh, like it's a right step in the right direction it gives you an end goal to look at or to to work towards so there you go yeah i like it i like it no i truly i was talking about some I, like someone in my direct messages on instagram was like we were just talking they were asking about my entrepreneurship stuff and i'm like yeah what like what are you doing and they're like oh like i have this business idea but like i just i'm not i haven't started it yet and i'm like oh why haven't you and they're like oh there's not enough time like it's not you know the perfect moment i feel like people are always waiting for this like perfect moment but it's not it's not always there's never going to be a perfect right. moment you kind of just got to do it and like roll with the punches right yeah you know i agree yeah. yeah like you're gonna obviously like you, you know if you have the bare minimum minimum which would be like the adobe adobe lightroom adobe photoshop and a dslr camera you have these the things to go out and start taking pictures right yeah and until you do that, you're not going to get anywhere. You can sit at your computer, watch YouTube tutorials, look at photographers, but like until you actually like take that step to going outside, taking photos of your friends, trying it out yourself, you're just not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna learn if you if you just sit around and not do anything about. It. I've I've actually, I've gotten a lot of messages from people who actually really? want to learn. Yeah. And then I look at their profile. It was like zero photos, zero, not even yeah, one. Yeah, you're just, like, I'm like, oh, okay. First thing you gotta do, start posting. Take, yeah. Taking photos, like learning. How to, for me, the biggest, the biggest learning curve is not the photography part. is a is a human interaction part. To me, that was the hardest part. Really? Okay. To me, is, and have is, you gotten better at it? I don't know. <laughs> that, <laughs> goes, see, mm. that, that is not for me to say. It's for other people to say. Yeah. I mean, if I'm if, whether I'm still an asshole, obnoxious, and well, that's for them to say, but. I'm more comfortable talking to Americans now. The fact that I'm actually doing this, yeah. Because typically, I don't, I don't necessarily hang out with Americans because you guys do things that I don't do, mm -hmm. like a lot of things. You and don't like drink or party or anything like that, oh, do you? See, I wish I, I loved that. See, 
I want to like it because that's like the thing to do in college, and I can't do that in Malaysia. Uh, so, true, so, yeah. so I'm like, you know what? I really want to, and I try it, and I'm just like, yo, I feel like I'm wait. I'm gonna say that anyway. So it's, <laughs> no, it's I totally not, know what you mean. It's like, not my I, thing. I'll go out to like the bars now that I'm 21, and like, I get there. The 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 thought of it. It's like a fear of missing out for me. Like I'll go out, right? I'll yeah. get a drink, and I'll be standing there with my friends, and I'm just like, "What am I doing here? Like I have so much shit that, that I is could the, be doing." That, <laughs> that, that that surface conversation. That's what it take. That what that's what takes place in the bar. Like yes. all the conversation yes. in the bar is all like just surface. Like oh, how are you doing? Blah blah blah. How's oh. people get really uncomfortable when you're like asking deeper questions yeah. unless they're like super drunk then they're just like spilling all their secrets to you but yeah <laughs> like you can't go to a bar and go like what's your thought on trump like, uh, it yeah. <laughs> it, like doesn't doesn't work usually out. it ends very poorly at least with that, that post. <laughs> and that's where we're ending because we're not talking politics i refuse to talk <laughs> politics on this podcast i will shut it down um thank you for coming on with me adam guys go follow him on instagram his instagram is on the screen or if you're listening to this it's at adam how do you is that fahi f-h-i-y that is actually my dad's initials that's your dad's initials i was wondering about that i was like i don't know f-h-i-y that's pretty dope is there a reason why his name we have a different well it's just a long story it's a long story how's it going sarby studios podcast thank you so much for listening to today's episode uh got cut a little bit short the recording software ended up stopping recording so i didn't get to do an outro but here it is if you guys did enjoy it would mean a lot to me if you shared it with some friends post on your story on your instagram something like that would really help me out um tune in next week i'll be uh interviewing an entrepreneur named vovates uh he's a drop shipping guru if you didn't check out last week's podcast with andrew rivers uh up and coming comedian go and check that out i think you guys enjoyed a lot see you guys next week